This is the Steve Zabin Show. You don't know what the hell you're doing! On the Team 980 and theteam980.com. What the hell is he doing? Here he is, the Zabe. In this hour, we're going to talk about working from home, the pros, the cons, the tips, the tricks, and whether or not if you're like somebody who, say, works for Twitter, whose CEO has said, hey, you want to work from home forever? Fine with that. Would you take them up on the offer? Before I get to that, though, Scott, I just wanted to look back. You know, Sean Doolittle, our closer, our beloved lightsaber-loving Star Wars nerd, badass closer, wrote a, a thoughtful thread about, you know, uh, coming back, baseball coming back, and things that he had in mind, questions he had. And I thought, well, you know what? Instead of just yada, yada, yada it, let me just go through his tweets and let me just try to give a straightforward thought about each one. And then I'll feel like I've done my due diligence. Uh, Obi Sean Kenobi Doolittle tweeted, six hours ago, some people telling me to stay home if I don't want to play. We're asking these questions because we want to play. We want to restart the season again. We also want everyone uh, we also want everyone it would require to resume a baseball season to be as safe as possible. Okay, fine. All right, so here we go. This was his tweet thread yesterday. Bear with me, but it feels like we've zoomed past the most important aspect of any MLB restart plan. Who's we And what do you mean Zoom passed? Health protection for players, family, staff, stadium workers, and the workforce who are required to resume a season. Here are some things I'd like to be looking for in the proposal. Okay. First of all, why are you you telling us what? Shouldn't you be talking to your own union and your employer and the league about this? Like, you're, you're coming at us, do, as if we're the ones that have to have a plan here. He starts with some background. Because this is a novel virus, there's still so much we don't know. Fair enough. Long-term effects, respiratory issues, evidence of kidney, intestinal, liver damage, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Fair point. That's going to be the case as well in the fall, in the winter, next spring, and probably for a couple years until this thing really starts to fade into the background or we get a vaccine. Tweet two. COVID-19 patients often develop lung scarring or ground glass opacities. They were found in, even found in asymptomatic patients. Because the virus can affect both lungs, it can cause permanent damage in some cases. Definitely a concern for an athlete. Understood and noted. Research, third one, uh, has shown, oh, these are excerpts from this one Vox article. Talks about other uh, things that, you know, are potentially dangerous. Okay, got it, got it. These three tweets that are talking about the seriousness, potentially, of the virus. Again, all things that we're learning about is going to be true about the virus tomorrow, next month, next year, etc. We know that sharing indoor spaces greatly increases the infection risk, and it's rare that only one person gets sick. Will there be modifications made to clubhouses or other facilities to prevent a spread? That's a great question, Do Why are you asking us? Why are you asking the Twitter world? Are you not asking your team this question? Or maybe you're asking and they're not answering, and this is your cry for help. This is your way of getting it out there. Like, help, I got these questions. They're just not even paying attention to me. You're nodding your head, Scott. Like, that could be it. Yeah, I'll, I'll play the, the role of do, and then I'll let you get back to the, the rest of them. You know, who is this we that have Zoomed past? I think once the, and, and I just speak as a baseball fan, 
I think once the story got out yesterday, hey, owners offering a 50-50 split, and they've approved it. Now it's off to the players. Everybody's like, let's have a season. This is great. Fans and media, let's go. That's the we. Okay. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Fair enough. Uh, He then says, we've learned you released the most virus into your environment prior to symptoms even showing. That's not proven. There is a study that says so, but the studies are inconclusive, but that's fine. Uh, And then uh, he referenced the uh, Fauci article or the Fauci interview with Peter King about about NFL season Mm -hmm. and shedding. And baseball players may not be in close contact, but there is a lot of shared space in clubhouses among players. Okay. How many tests do we need to safely play during a pandemic? And not just tests for players. Baseball requires a massive workforce, et cetera, et cetera. Well, Again, that's a good question for your union. Also, it's a good question of what kind of tests are you talking about? PCR tests with the cotton swabs that give you just a snapshot in time, as in are you actually positive right now this second when you could be positive tomorrow in 10 minutes or four days from now? Are you talking antibody tests, which have somewhat unreliable outcomes at times and can be a bit deceptive? Those are all good questions. I would address that to your union and to the management. And that's before we get to hotel workers and transportation workers, pilots, flight attendants, bus drivers. Well, if with all due respect, do uh, that's not your concern. That'll be their concern. I mean, you don't employ the flight attendants or the pilots, right? They're going to have to sort that out on their own. You know that people are flying right now, and you know the planes are getting fuller and fuller because they have reduced routes significantly, and therefore there's more people on planes, and more people are, like, getting cheesed off going... What the hell? I thought social distancing. This plane is packed. Everyone's wearing a mask. It's like, yeah, well, you're traveling. I have to travel. Okay, well, would you rather there not be airplanes to travel than you can get in a car and drive? Where are you going to go? It is what it is. We need to consider what level of risk we're willing to assume. True. True. And everyone's perception of that risk is going to be different. And then he says, what if a player, a staff member, an auxiliary worker, or a family member gets a case that's in the 20% that is not asymptomatic or not serious, and they develop severe symptoms or chronic issues? One feels like too many. That's a tough one there, do. That's a tough one. If that's the standard, if it's one, you're probably looking at two years out of baseball. Then he goes on to say there's a number of players and staff who have pre-existing conditions that they are aware of. Understood. We need a plan that seriously considers with the increased health concerns of any players, staff, or workers who are at higher risk. Understood. And that's, again, to bring up with the union and the the owners and whatnot. And and owners, of course, yeah. Then he has, uh, I mean, I'm starting to get exhausted by these, but okay. Uh, What happens if there's a second wave? Mm Mm-hmm. Good question. Uh, Hopefully these concerns will be addressed in Major League Baseball's proposal first and foremost. Well, you know, a lot of the concerns are just sort of, they can't be addressed. How, How can baseball address the potential of some people getting asymptomatic lung scarring from this virus? How do you know if you come back and play and you're testing and the bubble is fairly tight and you're doing a good job of quarantining people who do pop, pop positive, how do you know you're not going to get it from somewhere else? I mean, I guess if you're in a super tight bubble and you never, ever leave that bubble, but 
you know, people want to say, well, you know, you went to this event and you got COVID-19. How do you know where you got it? And then he says, sorry, I had to get that out of my system. I'm going to turn my phone off now. Best of luck to my mentions, yada, yada, yada. Again, it's all for the players and the owners to discuss. Anything to add? He had questions <laughs> in advance of. And, you know, like I said, he was probably besieged with, oh, look at this, look at this. Hey, 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 what, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? And they came out today. Tony Clark talked to The Athletic. Scott Boris also backed up going, wait a second. I represent a lot of players. The owners said they would be okay fanless. They would be able to go forward and let's have ourselves a season. Right. Now, in retrospect, now they want that was a very yeah. poor choice because they yeah. realize, uh, hello, I, I, I'm no math major. We know you're not a math major. You know you're going to be down X off of your $12 billion because there's no fans, there's no parking, there's no food. TV revenue is going to be different. And, by the way, you're playing a half season, so the money you had penciled in for a full season of games is now at 50%. There's a lot of money coming off the top that the owners had depended on to help pay their bills. Now they're going to the players and going, this is our new norm, or this is our temporary normal. But Boris and Tony Clark are like, this is a salary cap. We're, we're, we told you we don't do that sort of thing. And you told us you'd be able to make this work. Don't cry poor to us. It looks yeah. bad on both yeah. sides. But I, 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 understand. I get Doolittle's questions. And, and maybe the opening salvo or the opening return salvo from Boris and the union is just that, an opening return salvo that they will give some and they'll say, okay, uh, we can do this instead. But they, they have a very good point in abstract terms. Do they want to go all the way with it? What's saying perfect is the enemy of good? Of good. I, I would say zero. I would say zero is the enemy of half. <laughs> so I don't oh, know. I'm going to get a pencil. Yes. Perfect is the enemy of good, and zero is the enemy of half, Eddie. And then you think, what if we turn down half this summer and it turns out okay? And then something else happens next spring. And then you go two years. I don't know. That's for them to figure out. We're here ready to talk about it as soon as you guys figure it out. Quick break. We'll come back. Talk about working from home, the pros, the cons, the good, the bad. And could you do it for the rest of your life if your company offered it? That story is next. So Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey told employees today they can keep working from home, quote, forever if they wish. He said in a statement, Twitter was one of the first companies to go with a work-from-home model in the face of COVID-19, but it doesn't anticipate being one of the first to return to the offices. BuzzFeed News previously reported the announcement. The company said if employees are in a role and situation that enables them to work from home and they want to continue doing so, quote, forever, then we will make that happen. If not, our offices will be there warm and welcoming selves with some additional precautions when we feel it's safe to return. The company said, with very few exceptions, the offices will not open before September. Added that when they do open, it will be with careful, intentional, office-by-office care and gradual 
It also does travel before September with very few exceptions and no in-person company events for the rest of 2020. So my first question is, Hello, Twitter world. What could, what, yeah, what couldn't Twitter do from home? Like, what would they need to have an actual physical building for? Meetings? Great question. Hacky sack breaks? Right. Ping pong free tournaments? Lunch, happy hours? Sexual harassment uh, seminars? It's a company day. that doesn't sure. make anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except just makes us crazy. All of us. Um, so, well, anyway, good for you. How many people do they employ? Let's see if the story has this. And of course, with the excellent journalism from CNBC, the one hundred. Okay. The one key fact I would like to know from this article on CNBC, how many do they employ? Looking for it. 4,900 at the end of 2019, and they had expected to grow its headcount by 20 or more. But with the Q1 pandemic numbers, they said that they were pulling back on hiring. So they're about 5,000, and they may stay there for a little bit. Why wouldn't this article have that? It's just so embarrassing. I don't know. Question. I'll throw you my variety link. It's much more informative. What do they, uh, what do they travel for? Like... First of all, let me back up even further. Does Twitter make any money? I had heard for years that despite scaling up and getting more and more users, they still were having a hard time figuring out how to make a actual profit. They were getting funding. They were getting venture capital funding. People were investing in them. Uh, the so-called valuation of the company was high because of the number of users. But in terms of actually do they make money, I'm not sure they actually do. Texters, help me out on that. 330-99-ZABE. More importantly, working from home, let's talk. How's it going for everybody? Working out? First and foremost, it has been a, I don't want to say little, poorly kept secret, but I've been doing this show from home for a long time. And it's been so seamless that most of the time, even our regular longtime listeners and people that are in the industry were surprised when I told them that I was not in the studio with you and Solly uh, for these last, I don't know how many years. And it was something that I, I very much appreciated from the bosses of multiple different iterations of this signal, right, and this station, the Team 980, because we went through mm-hmm. a number of different ownership and management. And I uh, made sure not to abuse it, and I... Gave it my all every day from home, as I do now. And because of our long-standing, uh, having worked together for damn near 20 years, our chemistry and our knowing each other's dance moves, and through the miracle of technology, it was really, really hard to tell. Plus, people don't listen that carefully, per se. A number of broadcast entities have, prior to this, dug their heels in and really wanted their talent to come on into their broadcast facilities, and for good reason, I think. There is still an, an improved level of chemistry and back and forth in a live radio show. I, I'm actually looking forward to coming in to the studio with you when I guess that happens. I don't know what that day looks like because I do kind of miss the in-studio experience, to be sure. Can't do it every day, per se. I won't do it every day, not when there's traffic being what it normally is on the Beltway. But I do enjoy that. But some companies would really 
They're like, nope. Even though the technology exists to do it from home, it, because then it creates imbalances amongst some of the talent. They go, well, he's doing it from home. Why can't I? The, the downside to working at home, and Scott's going to talk about this himself in a second because you've now <laughs> been at home for 60 days, basically. Oh, uh, the God. downside is that if there is kids around, and if you've got school-age kids, uh, or even just you know a wife who likes to talk to you, which is a good thing, it sort of takes you out of your headspace of I'm, I'm working, I'm performing, I'm doing a show, I'm focused, you know. Oh, hey, hon, do don't forget to do this. Oh, hey, what happened to that thing? Where's the stapler? You don't want to be focused on that. If you've got kids who are a real pain in the ass, and if you're not in radio and you're trying to do some TPS spreadsheets and get a expense report done and you're keeping track of your kids during this pandemic, God help you. Yeah. How has it been for you, Scott? It's been pretty good, all things considered. I think I tend to magnify what I think that you will hear or will be a distraction. You know, it happened a good, it's been a good couple weeks and it only happened one time. Somebody's chore was afternoon vacuuming and they went right over my head like it was three choppers. And, and I'm like, yeah, and you heard Oh, they were vacuuming go, over your studio. Right. Yes. <laughs> and there's hardwood and I have, you know, I, it's, I, I'm in a little box in an unfinished part of the basement. But when you step out of here, it would have been much louder. Like you heard it and that thing was muted. But, you know, aside from little bothersome things like that, little hiccups in the Wi-Fi, everybody's been really great and well-behaved. I don't, you know, the the fact that I'm missing human interaction, I'm missing strangers on the street, I'm missing the little mini trip to 7-Eleven, I'm missing hanging out with B. Mitch in the studio and and shooting the bull with the producers behind the glass and talking to people in the cafeteria, you know, that sort of thing. I think working in a office environment or at least in a work environment, you don't, you don't want to call it office, it's still, to me, uh, essential it, it, for the most part. I, I just don't think we can all be at home. There, you know, Companies are the vibrating synergy of its people, of the creative decisions being made in whatever your line of work is. And we can't just silo ourselves at home, you got to be around other people to a certain extent. I, I think there'll be an increased allowance for this, and that's good. Maybe once a week, maybe mm-hmm. on Fridays would be a wonderful thing. It'd be a benefit that some companies could offer. But in terms of just going away entirely with you'd never have to come in, I don't know. I don't know if that's necessarily it. Uh, 781. Uh, Twitter net income in 2019 was 1.4 billion dollars oh so they are making money must be all those damn ads i'm seeing in my timeline sponsored tweet sponsored tweet i don't click on them though 831 zabe i've worked from home 90 percent of the time for almost three years my daily routine has not changed much i'm in sales and almost everything is done over the phone and internet however having my wife and two college kids home all day every day oh that's another story Wife goes back to work Monday, and I'm sure the kids will be at school again someday, right? Someday? Kidding. Love having people around, but do not do well with distractions. That's from Andy in Tacoma. Thank you, Andy. Appreciate that. Uh, Twitter has a large ad sales team that would travel to advertisers' offices and agencies develop as programs, not to mention conferences, industry events like the Consumer Electronics Show and others. That's what their travel is. 740, while I've been at home and bored, 
but I was able to count the stats for the last dance for my favorite radio guys. Thank you, Fertilizer Mike. Yes. <laughs> did, I, did I ever give you that, by the way, the uh, box score no. for Jordan? Did you know that uh, Mike in Madison, Ohio, picked up my challenge? I said, tell me, I, I said, what do you think Michael Jordan is shooting for the documentary? Like, how many misses have they showed uh, from, you know, the whole documentary? True. And I said, while you're counting stuff, Mike. Yes. I said, while you're counting stuff, I said, how about um, counting how many cigars he's smoked? How many dunks he's had? Here we go. Uh, This would be, all right, the whole series. What do you think you're shooting percentage-wise, Jordan? Do this includes episode uh, eight, correct? With the six for through, nineteen through eight episodes, what we have seen, what do you think his shooting percentage is? Uh, he sh- that we've seen, he's shooting sixty five percent, Zabe. Way too low, and no. banging now. We ninety percent. <laughs> Amazing. He's 227 for 252 through eight episodes in the documentary, 90%. What do you think he's shooting on three-pointers in the documentary? Uh, I'm going to go 100% on those. (laughs) 91%. He's only missed two. He's 21 of 23 on three-pointers. Real life. There have been five shots that resulted in no visible result. So they cut away from the shot mid-shot. Intriguing. This, by the way, includes practice shots as well. Right, Iverson? We're talking talking about practice. practice. Yes. Free throws. First of all, how many free throws have they shown in the eight episodes of The Last Dance? Oh, I'm paying attention. I'm just not paying that sort of attention. Um, You know what? Just ballpark it. Five or six? Ten. Okay. Ten free throws shown. He's made seven, 70%. He's got 20 assists, 10 blocks, 13 steals, 62 dunks, 14 cigars, and three beers so far in the eight episodes of The Last Dance. Thank you, Mike Hall, for doing all those stats, being super bored. By comparison, they've only shown 40 Scottie Pippen field goal attempts, but he's shooting... 95 percent they show making 38 of 40 four for four on threes 25 dunks, dunks 10 assists right. five blocks four steals no cigars one beer yeah scotty was not a cigar guy like jordan was and just oh and uh, the baseball indoors, stats Abe. genius with the michael the, indoor cigar oh my god yeah the uh uh the baseball stats from episode seven they showed jordan going five for eight uh, for a 750 average, one home run, three RBIs, two Ks, one error, and one ale, <laughs> leaving the game early. Ale. That's theory. not a uh, yeah. That's that's not 202. Just just saying. All right, work from home. Your thoughts, pros, cons. Have you done it? How you holding up? At a time in which you're also working from home with a wife who may usually work out of the home, and so there's a lot more together time with kids who obviously would otherwise be in school who might be driving you crazy. So uh, give us your thoughts on that via the text line, 330-99-ZABE. Daily ZABE later on this hour as well. You're listening to the Steve Zabin Show on the Team 980 on the Team 980 app and 95.9 FM. 
the DMV Sports Desk on the Team 980 and 95.9 FM. This year, Radio 1 celebrates 40 years of informing, inspiring, and entertaining the community. DC Lottery and the Team 980, 95.9 FM team up to give you a chance to win the exclusive 40th anniversary Radio 1 Scratcher. With over $800,000 in cash and prizes, keep it right here for your chance to win. I'm Scott Lynn. Here's the latest NBA earlier report from Woj. NBA PA's regional reps testing, texting with players today, offering a yes or no. Do you want to try and play again this season? Others saying, do you want this season to start again? Just via Twitter, NBA PA has now released a statement to the athletic and stadium. We are not engaging in and have not authorized any former formal poll of our players. L.A. County stay-at-home order extended through July. USC, UCLA, both inside of that county. Latest on baseball? As expected, players' side not happy with the owner's proposal. MLBPA's Tony Clark telling The Athletic, this isn't the first salary cap proposal our union has received. It probably won't be the last. That the league is trying to take advantage of a global health crisis to get what they've failed to achieve in the past and to anonymously negotiate through the media for the last several days suggests they know exactly how this will be received. Nats have a ticket policy for the pandemic. If you want them to keep your money, you'll get 100% credit plus 50% free bonus credit. You can use that during the 20 or 21 season. This is, of course, for any games that you're unable to attend due to the COVID-19 pandemic. How can you use it? Upgrade your seats, convert bonus to food, refreshments. You can also donate tickets to first responders and frontline workers, military service members, their family, or youth from local communities. If you're a season plan holder and a group ticket buyer or a group ticket buyer seeking a refund, just reach out to your Nats account representative to discuss refund and credit options. Galen Smith, Alabama forward, grad transfer, headed to Maryland, instantly eligible. NHL and its players expected to hold a return-to-play committee meeting this afternoon. Athletic noted nothing was expected as far as major news. This report, a service of the Virginia Department of Health. By wearing a cloth face mask in public, you can show the world you care about their health and yours. If you don't have a mask, go to vdh.virginia.gov to learn how to make one. DMV weather, 63, partly cloudy, still breezy in Silver Spring. Sun continuing to say hello this afternoon. Clear upper 40s tonight, mid-60s, sunny for your Wednesday. Nobody's really sure what time it is these days. Make sure you're waking up with Sheehan. Kevin Sheehan Show, 6 to 9 a.m. Monday through Friday. Doc and Galdi, 9 to noon. Be Mitch at noon. Zabe Show takes you home, 3 to 7 on the Team 980, 95.9 FM. Zabe Show continues on this Tuesday. Live from the 95.9 FM Team 980 studio. Steve, back over to you. All right, thank you, Scott. Interesting that there is that uh, bit of breaking news in the last hour here, last half hour, from the NBA Players Association, in which they said essentially we are not engaging in an informal straw poll amongst players as to whether or not they want to return. Is that right? Did I get the gist of it right? Yeah, they said we're not engaging in and we have not authorized any formal poll of its players. I mean, the bizarre part here is... Woj isn't a liar. I don't know him. You don't know him. But he's got way too much at stake to make something up. I'm guessing that somebody said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do this. And then Woj may have magnified the story and thought that everybody's doing it instead of a little tidbit from a player that he's tight with, which is not that that's still wrong, by the way. I'm not defending. Right. But I'm just guessing how some of this can spread. Do you think that the players associate? Well, I would. 
I would be pretty much confident the Players Association would not want this happening because it's information that could benefit the owners in negotiations on restarting the league Correct. and revenue splits. Sure. It so shows like, a, hey, it how shows you, a fracture. We want to know how you're feeling right now. Right. Yeah. Sneaky. Sh- oh, 51% or 60% said yes. 40% said no. Now, as you like to say, you want to turn the microscope around or pull it out further, the 60% that said yes, they want to play, they don't make as much as the 40% who said no. That's why this really isn't a yes or no topic yeah. per the right. story. That's a difficult answer. You want to play? Hell, I want to play. Am I going to be right. safe? You know, yeah, then we get into the whole, how are you going to make this happen? Both sides. 571 on the text line. I always thought Jordan's last game when he shoots the winning shot that Utah should have fouled him as he crossed half court because he had just missed two free throws the possession before. Then they would have had 15 seconds left, would have had control of the game in their hands to take the final shot. You know what? As Steve Spurrier once said, hindsight is 50-50. That's a great hindsight argument, and you're right. Given what happened, no. They should not let Michael Jordan wind the clock down to zero and take one last shot. It's weird because, I mean, that was, and that should have been Jordan's last shot of his career. Excuse me. Should have been his last shot of his career. Um, I know he wanted to come back and play with us, and he did, and it was okay, but it would have been so poetic, Scott. The last shot, his hand hanging there, limp, as the ball splash. And it was a perfect splash. No rim. It was swish. And it was the dagger. And there are still photos of poor Brian Russell having been shoved in the gluteus maximus by yep, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Trying to scramble and recover as Jordan rose up for that last final dagger. And then you can see in the background all the fans. There's a photo I remember from Sports Illustrated that had the wide shot of the crowd. And you could see all the Utah fans, their hands in their face, some of them looking through their fingers like, oh, I can't stand to look at it. Great shot. Should have fouled him, though. Yeah, you're right. Retrospect. Hindsight's 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, 571 says, I was yelling it as the play was happening, so this is not hindsight on my part. Okay, well, good. Do you... Did you record it? Is there video? Video or it didn't happen? Did you set up your JBC camcorder the size of a toaster and put it on a tripod? Because that's what you would have had to do back in 1998. There was no cell phone cameras. 843, if Doolittle's criteria for Major League Baseball playing again is that not one person can have a risk of possibly getting sick or maybe dying, then I wonder if he's okay with alcohol being served at the games. 414, Wait, what? regarding Twitter revenue, EBITDA is the normal metric used to assess a company. That's uh, earnings after subtracting yeah, variable EBITDA. costs and producing, selling their product, blah, blah, blah. Twitter's EBITDA has been 900 to $980 million the last couple of years. Still a good bit, really good business. But I do remember maybe 10 years ago, they're like, we're getting there. We're not making any money yet, but we're getting there. 703, I've been working Zabe remotely for six years, and I dread the thought of ever having to go back into an office. Ugh. 
Fair enough. Uh, fair enough. 443, Zabe, I do my two favorite things. I work from home and I business travel. Travel is on hold and the missus is now working from home and the eighth grader is doing school remotely. This sucks. I cannot wait to hit the airports again. I don't care how many people are there and how many masks I have to brush by. 202, the best thing I love about working from home is that it eliminates the negative and unfair impact of socialization in the office. In other words, my performance is based strictly on the work, which should be the primary justification for a promotion. Unfair and oblivious rumors in the workplace can and will ruin a career trajectory. No kidding. Wow. That's why someone around here used to say, you're the best boss. Great job, boss. You're the best boss. It's that office brown-nosing and politicking. Exactly. 316, if we all start working from home, how are people going to start affairs with a side chick or go to the strip club and say, well, we were working late, and then expense it? Yeah. Yeah, there's that, too. A, you shouldn't be doing any of that. But B, that's just a challenge you're going to have to figure out. 804, Zabe, just texting in to say it's great to hear you and Scott back on the air down here in the RVA. Hope to see you guys down here in the capital city soon. Jonathan in Richmond. Speaking of Richmond. Time for a shameless Zabe golf fishing expedition. Myself and two other knuckleheads, because one of our guys is going to drive down to Pinehurst by himself Thursday, but we got three guys who would love to play a fine club that is somewhere in the Richmond Corridor as we head south. Uh, We've played some of the finer places like the Foundry, which is awesome, the Federal Club, which is very nice, um... I've not played Kinlock, which is like the congressional. It's a white whale for you. Richmond. I mean, what a treat that would be if me and my two buddies could join you. And again, we're such good guests. I tell the best jokes. I pay for drinks and a hot dog at the turn. It's already included, cheapskate. Okay, fine. Uh, I will sign autographs. I will kiss baby. No, I can't kiss right now. No, there's no kissing. I will do what it takes. But if you have a club that, if you'd like to play golf with me and the guys, let me know. Thursday, Thursday. We're going to be coming down there Thursday, blowing through. Every year we try to hit someplace different. This one from uh, the, so just reach out to me via Zabe at Yahoo.com. You can tweet me if you want, and then we'll hook up via direct message and go from there. Oh, yeah, one more thing. Thank you to Buddy Christensen over at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. They are open right now and operating safely. Yes, I put the picture up. Where else, where else can you get, got it there, Jeff, where else can you get three random things in a moment's notice because you haven't planned properly for a golf trip? I needed a rangefinder, a gap wedge, and underwear. And Golfdom Golf in Tyson's Corner sells all three, and then some. I felt so stupid, like, I need three things, buddy. Rangefinder, gap wedge, underwear. He's like, yep, done, done, and done when you're coming in. So I'm all set. Got the Bushnell V5 Tour rangefinder, latest and the greatest. Got the greatest tip on how to not lose them. You know when most guys lose their rangefinders on the golf course, it's when you're scrambling to leave and you got stuff all over your cart in the back bin and the front bin, 
Sometimes it slips down behind your bag. The guy said, put your car keys inside the case for your rangefinder. And I'm like, wow. That's knowledge right there. Life Mind blown. Because then you can never leave. In theory, you could lose it on a golf course if you leave it on a tee box or something dumb like that. But for the most part, 90% of the time you lose it. And it's in the cart. And no matter if you put your name and number on it, eh, these cart boys, they're like, yoink, $300 bonus right here. (laughs) I'm not saying they're thieves. I'm just saying good luck getting them to actually call you. Uh, uh, sir, I've got your rangefinder, your Bushnell V5. It's all right here. But if you at least put your keys in the case, you can't leave the course. You can say, okay, I got, where are my keys? That's right. They're in my, wait, 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 where's my rangefinder? Where's the case? Right. Exactly. Genius. And the underwear is uh, by a company called Two Under. Two Under. I'm, and they I'm sorry? make exquisite. Yeah, Two Under. It's two exquisite. Under. Hey, let me tell you about Loan Pronto. You want to get that mortgage rate down where it belongs? How about in the mid-twos? That's right. APRs on fixed rates in the mid-twos. It's not a misprint. I'm not lying to you. It's true. Loan Pronto can help you get there. Call them today or go to their website, loanpronto.com. 571-775-1810. It's all digital. Don't have to ever, don't have to ever leave your home. And they can cover some or all of your closing costs. End up with a lower payment. Flip from a 30 to a 15 with no change in that payment. It's a remarkable chance to lock in a home loan rate with an APR in the mid-twos. Do it now and take advantage of this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Equal housing lender, NMLS 1661781. Subject to lender approval. Not all loans apply. MMLconsumeraccess.org. Coming up, the Daily Zabe. All the news that matters to me beyond the world of sports. Next. Now, it's the news that matters to Zabe. Step right up. Step right up. Oh, it's the subject matter I'm sure you're familiar with. Whether it matters to you or not. All that matters is power. This is the Daily Zane. Brace yourselves, America, for some potential mind-blowing news. On the Team 980 and the Team980.com. Daily Zay brought to you by Healthnetics. Get your Healthnetics today. It is CBD oil that is made right here in the US of A. All natural. And it is lab certified, THC free. And you can track it. So you know you're getting the good stuff. I use it, and I believe it helps me with my arthritis. You may find other beneficial effects as well, including reduced anxiety, help with your sleep, but you'll never know until you try. And Healthnetics provides a 100% money-back guarantee. So if you do use it, it does not seem to move the needle at all for you. Fine, send it back and get all your money back. Go to Healthnetics.com, enter promo code TEAM, that's T-E-A-M, and get 20% off your first order that's healthnetics.com we start dateline is nothing sacred australian men have been hit with corruption charges over alleged e-sports match fixing no come on man come on what are we doing you know when i'm betting on a call of duty match uh, from another country on e-sports from my legal account here in the states I want to know that it's on the up and up, for God's sakes. Don't you? Jesus. What is this world coming to? If we ever get around to playing that golf, Zabe, start tanking for strokes. That's what I'm there for. I am a sandbagger. Dateline beating the Rona. 113-year-old woman has become the oldest to beat coronavirus. Maria Branyas 
who is Spain's oldest living person at 113, beat COVID-19 after being diagnosed with the disease in April. She self-isolated at the Santa Maria del Tura care home in the eastern city of Olat, Spain, and has now since tested negative, meaning she beat the Rona. A hundred and 13 years old and she looks pretty good for 113 as well God must be the Mediterranean her. and healthy eating right there some people are just made basically unbreakable dateline economic ruin here they come steak and shake will have 553 restaurants across the country which is down from 624 in the first quarter of 2019 so they're going to shed about 70 or so and more will definitely be coming also, did you like Lucky Strike Bowling Alley downtown in D.C., Scott? I saw If you did, that. on will not reopen following the pandemic. And more is no. coming. Speaking of no, pain, Dateline Television. As of May 1st, companies can now cancel 50% of their ad commitments. That is approaching $1 to $1.5 billion. Television is going to be facing some serious troubles here because they've been coasting a little bit with existing ad buys and now here's the wave dateline elevators this just proves that the whole six feet apart thing is really safety theater and not real on the wall of an elevator there's a picture of a circle with footprints saying please stay at least six feet apart in an elevator which is not even six feet in width but they got to put the sign inside the elevator because it shows that we're doing all we can. You know? Uh, hey, boss, should we even be putting this here? It's not even, can't even stand on the circle. Duh, put it up there. Just break. Put the sign up. It says singing. one per person unless you're five and under and you can get two people in there. Don't do it. Or, uh, or how about this? Please hold your breath for the duration of your elevator ride. Hello? Sammy Watkins said he, quote, drank every night while bills. To which I say, so what's the problem? Same. I'm drinking every night these days. One or two cocktails, as long as you don't overdo it, right? It, don't they say a glass of wine is good for your metabolism? Or uh, your yes, sir. Something? Sure. Yeah, the red, I believe, is good for the heart. The tannins or something like that. And then there is this. File this under that is a disgusting act. That is a disgusting act. New Jersey State Park Police had to address an unusual problem over the weekend. They noticed a, quote, inordinate amount of urine and human feces (laughs) throughout the state parks in New Jersey. Why is this? Because public restrooms at the parks remain closed. People had to relieve themselves somewhere. Where do you think they're going to go? Mother Nature. She said that they had tolerated a different approach, but uh, so that they, the parks will not be tolerated. Uh, pooping in the park will not be tolerated, says the Gov, Phil Murphy, and that a different approach may be taken if it continues. If the parks are open and the restrooms are closed, what do you think is going to happen? People people are going to have to go. Right. Right. I understand that the bathrooms could be a prime virus 
transmission spot. But isn't feces outdoors emanating, shedding virus through its waftous, noxious <laughs> odors? Wait, is uh, waftous even a word? I just made it up. It, it is. Isn't today, that waftous. also a health risk? It's a way you know, to I spread went to, uh, Yes. Yes, yes. I went to go replenish some of my uh, crucially low sweatpants stock because I'm down to like six pairs. Mm-hmm. And it's Sorry. all I wear around the house right. these days. Went to Dick's Sporting Goods, and I was like, can I go try these on? And they're like, no, you can't go into the dressing room, which doesn't have a toilet. It doesn't have anything in it. It's just an enclosed room. They close the dressing rooms at Dick's Sporting Goods because of the Rona. And so I said, well, I'm just going to go over here. It'll be real quick. You won't see it, but please don't look this way. I said, you're not going to see any of my, my man parts. And I went and I tried on the sweatpants. In Thank a God. sort of a not very busy aisle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. they got to figure something out here, man. Yay, New Jersey, though. As if New Jersey wasn't already the butt of a lot of jokes. Humorous, to say the least. And there it is, your Daily Zabe, brought to you by our friends at Healthnetics. Uh, do we know where, where Fight Island is going to be? Because he said that uh, Dana White says that's where the fight between... Nurmagomedov, 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 Nurmagomedov. Yes, the fight between Nurmagomedov and Justin Gaethje is going to happen on Fight Island. Do we know where Fight Island is? No, I think it's near Yohunai Field. Yeah, so we don't know. Okay. Yes. Do no, you know I, I don't know. He's building. Fight. Do you know that right now there is a senior tour event going on in Scottsdale, the Scottsdale Open? I did not know that. Or if it's not a senior tour event, there's some golf, professional golf happening with, I believe, senior tour players at the Scottsdale Open. So we got to talk a little bit about that next hour. Plus, Rex Hoggard will get into the Phil Tiger match. Plus, the tour-sponsored two-man event that will take place at Seminole. We'll do that top of next hour. Stay with us.